Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 196 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host, Daryl, and I'm here with Laura. Hi, guys. The Final Fantasy power couple. Yeah. We're about as good as Titus and Yuna. Or is it Titus and Yuna? Titus and Yuna. I guess since I would be Titus stroke Titus, I get to decide what my name is. Yeah, definitely. And I'm just going to be dance oh actually i mean you have two different jobs you could pick from i do i have two different jobs i have like 50 well okay let's base it i could be a songstress let's base it on the concept art i could be a beast master i could be anything i want to be because i'm a girl boom i just get to be a blitzball person who (laughs) can kind of use a sword and then goes on to being a sword expert but it's also comfortable enough with his um with himself that he will cry when he needs to and disappear when he needs to it's very good Mm. that's a good lesson right Mm. see ya peace out guys yeah lauren's doing the show by herself i'm just gonna fade away because i was nothing more than a dream if you see daryl's with some um highlighted hair in the near future you know why yes probably not gonna happen just gonna say that (laughs) (laughs) So, um, today we have a couple of different topics we're going to be talking about. The first one, which is going to be our main topic, is uh, if you could only ever play one Final Fantasy, the first topic, uh, which is going to be our main one, is going to be if you could only ever play one Final Fantasy, what would it be? (gasps) I know, it's going to be an interesting topic. And then we've got some questions as well. A couple Mm. of different questions. Going to be some debates, I'm sure. Are there? Yeah. Uh oh. I I smell controversy. Well, I just get the, the feeling that it's gonna especially the second question, whether you think it will or not, you will get riled up. Oh no. <laughs> I'm scared. Good. Everyone, every, <laughs> everyone should be scared. Lauren I'm nervous. Lauren, I've got I, I should get a, a physical soapbox ready for you for these mm. occasions because they are necessary. I know. There's gonna be a rant. Oh, I hope it's gonna not. be passion. You guys are gonna love it. I just don't want to get myself in trouble. You'll be fine, and everyone's gonna love it. <laughs> okay, or I hate hope it. So. Who knows? We'll see. Anyway, for you new folks who are listening for the first time, Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network. We have a new show every Tuesday, working in rotation with Kingdom Hearts Union, and we come out on the iTunes Store and FinalFantasyUnion.com. Now it's time for our Patreon shoutouts, which are for everyone who has pledged $2.50 or more per episode, starting with... Nahi Kablawi, Chris Morales. Zach Duranto at ZDuranto58. Michael Graham. Barry Norton at Nortron Zero. Thorin Bullen at Massacre23. Tori Patrick. Fayez Bilal. Alex Ray Schneider. Louis James. Rachel Casterton. Erba Yun Ray. Mohamed Kayum. Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. Darren Matthews at Doomster73. Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J. Alex and Rachel Troutman at Akira Namjian. Keith Field at The Mighty Keith. Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Miles Ribbons. Rob Porter at SquirtyBertie1. David Calro. Vitanitas. Jenic Naud at Jenic Naud. Chris Pope at DrPop181. And Freya Stella. Thank you all so much, guys. Thank you. Okay, so on to our main topic. 
if you could only ever play one Final Fantasy. And this was a topic that was suggested by Rachel on the Discord server. She asked, if you could only choose to play one mainline Final Fantasy and one mobile title for the rest of your life, no other games at all, which games would they be? Hmm. It's hard because like there's different... For mobile games, it's really hard for me to choose one because I do have phases like i do have like well that's not allowed within the context of this lauren i know it's not i mean the one that i always seem to go back to is sudoku so i would say probably no, lauren what this is final fantasy oh, games okay <laughs> <laughs> whoops well it's you you left it a bit ambiguous because it had final fantasy and one mobile title one Final Fantasy console title and one Final Fantasy mobile title, you mean? Yes. Okay. All that right. is exactly what I mean. Okay. Well, but that's thank the you case, for sharing that you love Sudoku. Yeah. You know? Um, so with Final Fantasy in mind for mobile, I have a lot of intentions to go back to Mobius at some point, but it's whether or not I actually do. Well, this is... It's hard because I'm not playing any Final Fantasy mobile titles at the moment. I'm playing Kingdom Hearts Union Key. Well, obviously, this is the only game you get to play for the rest of your life. So, you know, which game do you think would stand you in the best stead? Um, I probably, I guess, say Opera Omnia then. Because Opera Omnia has a lot of characters. And it's the one out of all of them that I had the most fun with. I enjoyed it the most. Um, I liked gathering the weapons for the different characters and stuff. Like I, um, yeah, I'd probably say that one. It was the one that felt like it was exploiting you least. Yeah. And that's the main thing. Which games don't take the mick out of you? I think Mobius, uh, we did, I'd say that that was number two. Mm -hmm. Like we, we, we did play that for a bit. Yeah. Um, but I'd probably have to agree with you in, on, on picking Opera Omnia. I think out of the, the big four, let's call them, which is Record Keeper, Brave Exvius, uh, Mobius and Opera Omnia. I think Opera Omnia had the most, it's the most fun in terms of the gameplay mechanics. It had the best story. Um, and just in the way that they dealt with things in terms of they figured out a nice balance in terms of releasing content so that you have mm. enough time to to do the previous content before the next one comes around um yeah they got the they got the the um relationships with the characters and the humor right mm-hmm. i feel as though mobius didn't quite get that balance right it was okay yeah yeah um i mean <laughs> i just keep thinking about the chocobo mission and do i want to do the chocobo mission for the rest of my life rest of my life no i do not no that was horrible (laughs) poo poo was fun though and i liked the little music with poo poo but yeah yeah no um opera omnia is we're both gonna go with opera omnia on that oh we're so basic we could play with each other then oh yeah yeah we can play with each other right okay so what about your mainline final fantasy pick I would have to say 10. I'm already getting the itch to play it again. Like, honestly, I was watching um, I was watching my playthroughs and I was watching other people play through it again. And I'm just, I just want to play it again. Like, I watching uh, the content for our No Sphere, um, for, for our latest video where we um, did the fan challenges and I had to watch some like No Sphere Grid playthroughs. And I was just kind of like, I kind of want to play it again for that, but then not do that. 
<laughs> I kind of want to play through it, but I just kind of want to play through it properly still. But can I play through it again without having to do the challenge? I don't know. But yeah, no, I, I love Final Fantasy X. I, I could play that game every every year. Probably. I have to admit, I am kind of surprised you didn't pick 8. I do love 8. I do I do have a, a love for 8, but there's too many parts in 8 that I don't like reliving. Like, at least 10, pretty much all of it, I'm happy to relive. Like, even Unaleska, that whole fight, like, that that experience, that whole... Um, that whole sequence is really cool, so it's it's not that bad. I don't like the president in eight. I the president scares the crap out of me, and I do not like uh, possessed Renoa. Those parts freak me out, and I just hate playing through them. Are you sure it's not just they freaked out small Lauren? But no, they still freak me out. Interesting, interesting. Geo. Uh, G.O.G. or whatever his name is. Yeah, I know he's 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 creepy as all hell. Like he's just unsettling and I don't like playing through that bit. Interesting. That, that I did not expect that at all. Really? I was thinking that you would be talking about things like the propagators. That's mm. annoying. Mm. Um, and also Ultimacy's oh, yeah, castle true. is also pretty annoying. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Final Fantasy X has those kind of things. Obviously, Final Fantasy X has the the end game stuff that is really annoying. Mm. Um, and Final Fantasy VIII does have that in some regard because you've obviously got to do the Chocobo mission, you have to do the Poo Poo mission, yeah, and um, like like Bahamut, um, yeah, like getting like, all of the Guardian forces and and acquiring all the resources and getting all the yeah, limit breaks. Yeah, I mean those are like I didn't really mind those as much as I mind those two moments in Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> <laughs> I will live through all the Final Fantasy VIII just to not relive. Like I will, I'll, I'll do it again if I didn't have to relive those two moments. But what about you? I don't know. Um, Final Fantasy VIII is the one where I've, where I've like done the hundred percent. Um, in terms of the main stuff, I haven't done any of the challenges or anything like that. Um, but I've only ever played it once. Whereas seven and ten, I have played multiple times. Yeah, and. Yeah, I feel like Final Fantasy X is the most easy to just play again and again and again because it has the... Uh, every single time I play that game, I haven't played it again for a long time, but like watching you play it and um, kind of looking back to do the the Origins videos around Tidus, Oren, and Yuna, every single time I just feel like I learn something new yeah. about, about it. And like... Even when you go back and 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 appreciate like the different stories they were trying to tell, how Final Fantasy X in its, in its original form was about uh, people who died when they were seventeen years old, and that concept actually stayed in the game because Yuna and Titus are seventeen years old, and Yuna obviously was destined to. Th- th- obviously, it wasn't around the fact that she was seventeen, but they. But it's just the fact that they kind of left that in there. The fact that she is seventeen and she is basically preparing to die. Yeah. She wasn't going to live past her seventeenth year, and then Titus is the one that didn't live past his seventeenth year. Yeah. I I just I love that kind of stuff, and then like yeah, just going back and 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 understanding like the different motivations they had for the characters, and I feel like it gives you a different light. So every single time I do. Or I, I research the game. I feel like I then look at it with a new perspective. Like you can look at Seymour in so many different oh ways. Oh my god, completely! And 
like the the one thing you've talked about before is is like the comparisons that exist between Seymour and Yuna, mm-hmm. and it's just like what I I felt like when I first played the game, I didn't even pay any attention to that whatsoever. But when you start looking into it, it's so clear. Yeah, and I feel like yeah. So I, this is going to sound really bad, but I would probably say ten <laughs> as well. I, like and seven, then also you have Blitzball. Like it's it's not that bad. I, I can't say the Blitzball is my most favorite game ever. No, no, but like I mean, of of the mid game, well, I guess you have the celestial weapons again, but like even them, I don't, I don't mind replaying them. Yeah, I think they're okay, and like compared to seven, like I've never really felt compelled to do like ruby weapon, emerald weapon. Mm. I didn't really care about doing the chocobo stuff or collecting all the, the chocobo stuff material. is horrible. Like I just, it's so repetitive. I just never really had that drive to do any mm. of it because it wasn't that interesting like it wasn't it, it's the kind of thing where it wasn't really a challenge mm. it was just time yeah and time is the challenge it's just but it's not like the lightning uh bolt challenge where yeah. again time is the, is the factor but it's concentration yeah. as well yeah like it's that just... really tests you and then you have like in eight you had you had the the cards which are okay but like the randomness of like of the rules are just annoying. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, for the older games, um, I mean, like honestly, one one through six, like six six is a, is a decent play, but like I I I love the music from six. I think reliving the music, and that would probably actually be probably a th- a second for me, honestly. Because I think um, it's a fun experience. It's fun to play again. Um, and three, also, I think, would be another one just because it's like one is really easy to play through. Like that is just a breeze. But three actually is like kind of like one, but like a bit more challenging. So I'd probably say three is another one that I probably would would be inclined to add in there. I guess the interesting thing about six is that also you can... That because the cast was so expansive, there's a lot of different ways you can experience the latter half of the game. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And then for the later games, I mean, I probably well, we all know that I'm not <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of twelve. I'm sorry. I'm I'm really I really struggle with twelve. Thirteen, I really love the gameplay though, and I have been I have been interested in playing that game again. And then obviously you have fifteen. Um but then, you know, if I had infinite funds and infinite time, I'd I'd probably suck myself into fourteen. If I had infinite time and money, I'd I'd probably be happy to play Final Fantasy fourteen for the rest of my life. But then, would you want to replay it? Um, I don't know, because I think there is a there is a bit of a a happiness to like sort of reliving those experiences after you've done so much i think it's like that whole thing like when you're a kid everyone had a film they watched over and over and oh, I over had many. again for me the one that always stuck out for whatever reason was last action hero yeah i love that one. Oh, that's such a good film i watched that film so many times i can't think of any other film i watched as religiously as that for whatever mm. reason i don't know yeah. why that film was the one where i was just like this is my this is it <laughs> at least it's less embarrassing than mine <laughs> i just watched billy bandison like 
all the time. I had a bit of an obsession when I was six with um, Adam Sandler. So like Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore were my jams. <laughs> Nudie magazine day. I don't even care. I know that it's like completely wrong. And um, the fact that they put poop on the guy's um, on the guy's front stoop. Like I just, yeah, no, that was, you wouldn't expect it. Like I don't think that many people would expect it from me, but I, yeah. I'm is all about Adam Sandler. That, is that the one where he's just like, I eat pieces of like you for breakfast? Uh, I pe- that's Happy Gilmore. Yeah. yeah. You eat pieces of S for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one. But no, no, no. Um, and then I, I yeah, yeah, it, it is like that because you just sort of go back to that experience. I get it every Christmas when I watch Scrooged because... Scrooge was a film that I watched with my dad when I whenever Christmas was around. We always watched Scrooge, and it just gives me that warm, cuddly feeling. I feel like ten is the game for me that does that. Yeah, like, I mean, I played through it with my mom. Yeah, because I just I liked it so much, and I I felt it was the most kind of it it was the most wholesome story because yeah. it had so many different aspects to it. You had the love between Titus and Yuna. You had the love between Yuna and her father, very unconventional love. Mm-hmm. You had the love between Oren and Titus, but also Jekt and Titus. You had the camaraderie between Braska, Jekt and, and Oren as well. You had the camaraderie between Yuna and her guardians. You had the antagonism between Seymour. The, the, like, there, was, there were so many different um relationships in that game and so many different emotions it evoked that Mm. i think that none of the other games have that they they're all i'd say that nine has it like Mm -hmm. it's probably the closest but like eight was quite it was quite expansive but obviously it was very much centered around school Mm. seven had the relationships it obviously had the love triangle but it was the first time where they'd really tried to do well i guess six is the first time where they'd really tried to do an expansive story four was kind of like their two and four were their first big attempts and they were really good but like they just didn't have the the capability in terms of the technology they were using and seven was where they were able to push things on but by the time they got on to 10 they were able to tell much richer stories and then with 13 they kind of went we can tell even richer stories now but then they kind of went too much yeah and tried to make it too real to the point where it wasn't real (laughs) which is odd yeah yeah no but yeah, I think I I just think ten had the just most yeah it it just had it has it's like it's just the easy it's just the linear easy sort of ride that you have in ten that it's just entertaining yeah I mean it's the fun. gameplay was like a really nice twist on turn based it wasn't they went away from the active turn battle uh, active time battle sorry uh, conditional turn based battle system really straightforward you you can like play as fast as you want or as slow as you want there were loads of different mechanics you could use you had so many different things as well like the albert language like lots of different uh like different things that you can kind of get involved with if you want and yeah the story was just it was just inclusive i think Mm -hmm. like there are so many no matter who you are there is something in that story for everyone yeah and i think it was like yeah the environments are so vibrant and the characters like i just there's not really a character that i i mean yes waka has his faults but like but that's the whole point right so most of the characters i don't mind i think this it's weird though just just thinking about this and it's kind of not related to the topic i'm sorry but i feel like 
weirdly enough, if I was going to recommend an, an order for playing, I would probably say 7 and then 10, because I feel like 7 like is a real like punch in the face, like mm-hmm. this is what Final Fantasy kind of is. And then 10 is like the the mellow down but but with way more depth mm. like once you once you're in that's your that's the kind of game that you should move to next that could be a topic for another time maybe a topic for another time yeah so our <laughs> final answers are final fantasy 10 for both of us yeah and opera omnia for both of us sorry guys but it means that if we're stranded on a desert island together at least we'd oh. be able to play these games and have fun yeah although it does limit our options that. because if we'd have picked different games mm. we could have shared it's true but it's, it's all true. we can share the experience of playing this game we can and i think that that's special it is special but if i was allowed to have kingdom hearts i would have kingdom hearts union key i wouldn't enjoy that <laughs> <laughs> Boom. okay so uh now we're going to move on to our questions segment we've got two questions to talk about okay. the first one is from pokemon trainer j and uh, they wanted to know if another Final Fantasy game is being remade, like Final Fantasy VII, which character story or stories would you really like to see expanded? I'm. I mean, we always sort of say eight, just because of the sense that eight's the one that really needs like sort of doing up. To be honest, though, I still do feel like eight would probably be my choice, just because like. Thinking back to it, it really is Squall's story, and maybe, maybe it is to its strength, like that it only works because it's Squall's story. Um, but like thinking back to it, there really isn't that much on like the side characters, like Selfie and Quistus, and like they they kind of do go into the background significantly more than the other. Um, than in the other games. I mean, Selfie does have Trivia, uh, the Trivia Garden whole sequence, but Quistus really doesn't have much. She she fades away. She does. She fades. She fades quite considerably after she's like let go as um the uh teacher. Yeah, she just kind of is there, um, and I feel like she could she could use a bit expansion, um. I mean, even Zell, to a degree, could use some expanding upon, like the fact that he just kind of has this random girl who loves him, and then also his relationship with his mother, like the fact that he was the only one who was adopted. Maybe she could get a name. Mm, maybe. Because she, she, well, wait, no, she, he's not, was he the only one who was adopted? Because um, the th- other people went into the gardens. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I think, did Irvine? Irvine, uh, where did he go? He went to Galbadia. He did go to Galbadia. So, yeah, so he went to Galbadia. Selfie went to Travia. Cypher and Squall went to Belam. And Quistus went to Belam as well. But yeah, like sort of more more into that, I think, would be interesting. I think the weird thing about it is that when we were talking last episode about Final Fantasy VII, I feel as though... And maybe it's because they did the compilation and it's kind of given me an insight to what it could be. But I feel as though I'm more interested in in learning about the expanded universe of seven mm. than I would be of eight. Mm. Like, I don't think learning more about what happened to Selfie and Irvine after they left the orphanage would really change my life. Yeah, it's true. 
I don't, I guess I'd want to see more about Laguna. They could really expand more oh, about yeah. Laguna uh, and everything that happened with uh, Warden Kiros. I'd really love to he- learn more about the Sorceress War and everything that mm. happened during that because they basically just gloss over it and they're like, yeah, Laguna like saved the world and everything, blah, blah, blah. And the um, whole stuff with like Adele and that sort of and thing. And they, they could really uh, give Ultima Sia like much more... Um, involvement in the story mm-hmm. as opposed to just kind of having her as this shadowy figure that you obviously learn about much more right at the end yeah i feel like that's the kind of stuff they could talk more about the kind of idea and sid setting up the garden yeah how norg gets, gets there, in there. <laughs> um, yeah but yeah i feel like that that's the kind of stuff i would maybe want to learn more about but then the other thing that i would like um i really think that uh, like sort of changing gears a bit. I really think that Final Fantasy Four deserves um, deserves something of a remake, just because another like, one. Well, yeah, like just because I feel like it's the one. The older games are always the ones that people gloss over, that people will just skip or just not even care about. And I really do think that Four has a fantastic story that could be told. But I guess the argument to counter that is that one through four have already been remade. I know, but like remade for like this generation. Well, I mean, okay, so they were remade for handheld systems, but yeah. they were like redone completely from the ground up. I know, up. and they did have they did have voice acting as well. But even just like I'm I'm talking about like rejigging of the story, like um the storytelling like keeping the same storyline, but like rejigged for a more modern console title, more organized, like for a modern console title. Because I just think I just think the story of Cecil is really cool, and I think it could benefit from some some love. I mean. Like with three, like they kind of um, as well. They kind of gave them stories, but they weren't really that great. Like even that could probably use use some love. But I just think, I just think four needs more respect than it gets. And yeah. I think the only way that they could do that is by modernizing it considerably. Can I give an incredibly sassy answer? Yes. How about they remake Final Fantasy fifteen? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like actually, uh, we could get to see the relationship between Noctis and Luna that's supposed to be there, but no one actually sees. I know. We could get to see the relationship between Noctis and his father. I Remember know. that whole thing? It's about a story between a father and a son. Really? Yeah. Is it? I know. I and know. also, they could probably make it so you don't have to have people just randomly disappearing, so they can have their own story arc. Yeah. And integrating that in core could maybe be integrated back into the story instead of cutting him out because they didn't have time water for whatever reason they got rid of him. Poor Matthew Mercer. I, I, yeah, Final Fantasy 15, just kind of redo it. Yeah. Make it, make it like the game that it, it should have been. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Revisited, like, redone. Like with, with hindsight, I feel as though they made the wrong decision, but I understand why they made the decision they did mm. in terms of, Yoichi Wada, I was just looking back into it like this week. Yoichi yeah. Wada gave Tabata a choice. He said, 
do you want to cancel Versus 13 and make 15 as a fresh new game? Yeah. Or do you want to try and port over as whatever you can from Versus 13 and just rename it to 15 and then put your game on top of the framework? And he went with the latter option because he felt like it's going to be easier in a way to kind of build on existing momentum and all that stuff, which is great. It worked out really well for him. It sold like eight and a half million copies. But the problem that he obviously always had was that he had to try and just fix in with six or seven years worth of stuff that had been said. Yeah, and like just the expectations of other people because people were expecting this is the director from Kingdom Hearts. Like this is going to be so incredible because it's it's Nomura. Like it's going to be Nomura's baby and people had already fallen in love with Nomura's work. He's yeah. got kind of a Franken game. I would have yeah. really just liked to see what it was going to be either. Like I would have loved to have seen either Nomura's vision or Tabata's vision and yeah. not like Nomura stroke Tabata's weird vision. So, yeah, remake Final Fantasy XV later down the line, 10 years' time, sorted. Actually, talk about the characters, put in more. Yeah. So we don't just have random things like, I don't know, was it Dino? Aranea, and- like, you could have Luna Freya, like, yeah, I'm I'm all for that. Have, have um actually have Nojima go in and revise everything and make it make sense. Integrate Arden, everything we've just learned from him, into the actual game. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd probably say that. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that that's. I think that that's fine. And fair enough. I think that that's probably a good one. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So our second question then is, and here's the one, Lauren. Mm-hmm. This is the one. If Final Fantasy 13 is seen as so divisive by the fans, how did it end up spawning two sequels? Hmm. Lauren's now thinking. How can I answer this question without getting riled up? um i mean i don't know if i'll get riled up but like it it is it is it is a fair point like how did it end up getting two sequels um because like the fact of the matter is is that well let's review Okay, how did how did final fantasy 13 sell in comparison to like final fantasy 12 about the same, a little, little, little bit more. A little bit more. So it Which, did sell more. But if we're barometering it, it sold worse than its contemporaries. So you'd have to compare it. In, you, you can't really compare it against 12. Okay. Because... Um, but compare it to 10. Yeah, so you'd compare it against 10 and 7 and mm. now 13 as the first games on a new console. Mm. And compared to those, it has sold way worse. Mm. So original launch version excluding all ports and everything final fantasy 7 sold i think 9.9 mm-hmm. uh final fantasy 10 sold about 8.4 8.3 something like that final fantasy 15 is about 8.4 8.5 and final fantasy 15 sold about 6.5 i mean aside from all of that information for them because final fantasy 13 did didn't sell that bad in the sense that like it sold more than 12 or whatever it just, it did it it didn't sell terribly right yoichi wada has just has been in involved hasn't he for a little while and he's trying to push his polymorphic content so it fits in line with the whole polymorphic content that they were going with anyway so really 
the main reason why 13 probably got the sequels that it did is because they were probably making it with the idea of polymorphic content anyway. I feel as though, weirdly enough, they had no choice. Mm. I don't think the plan was ever to do a sequel. I don't. I feel like there was a plan to do a sequel. I don't know if there was a plan to do Lightning Returns. Mm. Initially, yeah, no, there definitely wasn't a plan to do Lightning Returns. But I don't. I don't think there was a plan to do a sequel either, just because of the way they retconned it in. Like mm. they changed the ending of the game. Like yeah. it's it's so weird how they went about doing all of that. But I feel like I say they had no choice because. Final Fantasy XIII took a lot longer than they intended to. It was mm. the first game where they... Well, second game, because twelve went wrong as well. But it was... They they really messed up development because they just changed their mind about everything yeah. and decided that they were going to completely start from scratch after they did that Final Fantasy VII tech demo. It delayed everything massively. Yeah. And so they had previously been in a situation where they had launched three Final Fantasy games, three main series games per console. And they had, obviously, the last console generation was 10, 10, 2, and 12. Uh, you could throw in 11 for that as well if you yeah. wanted to. But because of 13's delay, which it came out, what, like two years later than it was probably supposed mm. to, they had no real choice. The only the, the only way they could get more Final Fantasy games out on that console generation was because Versus 13 wasn't going to come out. Yeah. The only way they could do it was just to kind of reuse everything they had yeah and just pull out like just release another game in that franchise like it's they've got they've got a fan base they know it's going to do okay yeah and because of the the reusing everything development times would be cut way down yeah so they didn't need they didn't need a sequel to sell anywhere near as much because they could be way more efficient i feel as though they had no choice because it was the quickest way for them to try and make as much money as they could yeah and then lightning returns was roughly the same thing i feel like again they the development time and the resources for lightning returns were probably so small compared to to but it is so weird that it is so weird that for both of those games they changed the gameplay i think they felt they had to do that well 10 to sorry 13 2 was quite similar to 13 Mm. it was the same mechanics but they obviously only had two party members so again like that's how they would that's how they cut down time because they only had two party members they had to worry about yeah it's true but with with lightning returns it was like completely different it was completely different but it was still based on the same uh principle Mm. so it was still using the the new kind of active time system system i can't remember Mm. what it was called now off the top of my head um they just changed it because obviously they had to because you only have one character yeah so yeah like i feel because i think um 13 2 came out two years after 13 then like returns came out two years after 13 2 yeah so each time the development cost would have shrunk considerably and the the number of sales pretty much halved each time as well but they would have probably made more profit from it so yeah and then they even then carried on using the stuff again in mobius yeah so I say, like, yeah, they. I'd say that's how it ended up spawning sequels. They needed to make some cash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be in line to agree and with that. And it was quicker and easier to do a sequel to that game than making a fresh new game. They could have just chosen to make a fresh new game and only done one. Mm. And kind of done what they, they probably used to do in the olden days, which was, okay, so we've got the 13, everything around 13. We've got the engine, we've got the technology before we start shipping that game we should already starting concepting the next one so that we can 
we can maybe can we can release Final Fantasy. I don't know that could have been Final Fantasy 15 or Final Fantasy 14. Mm-hmm. We can release that three years after 13 comes out instead of doing a game two years after and another one two years after. But I still do like. With all that in mind, I still do think that Yoichi Wada probably still had in mind that Final Fantasy XIII was not going to be... I mean, granted, he did... Well, technically, yeah, with the... um, uh, The... uh, What? I can't think of the name of it. Why can't I think of the name of it? Um, I just keep thinking... I just keep thinking of Ilvelis, and I'm like, that's not what it is. It's... um, What's the series called? What's the stupid series called? Fabula. Fabula Nova Crystallis. Yeah. So that was going to be that was going to be the um the polymorphic, polymorphic content. content. Yeah. Um but it died. But it died, yeah. It died. So yeah, I mean I feel like they still probably had I know I know what you mean about like the retcon. Maybe they didn't think that it was going to be in that way, but I definitely still feel like they had in mind that they were going to do they were not done with 13 i i I guess because they had the fabler in their minds they probably weren't intending to do a sequel on that basis because they had versus 13 and they had agito 13 yeah um they probably didn't need a 13 2 um but then who knows because they also had heresis as well which they were going to make but then they got rid of but either way um yeah i'd say that's my answer they didn't really have much of a choice that's how yeah. we ended up getting two sequels yeah yeah i mean like it's a fair point if you're if if you're trying to say like you know that that 13 13 was a success, a success for them like you know i i'm not of the hate 13 brigade really like i i don't it's not my favorite game but it's not it's it's not the worst game in existence it's just it's not it's not the kind of Final Fantasy game that I enjoy playing as much. Yeah, um but I mean, like that's the thing. It was it was a kind of a new generation. We had a new yeah. director. Um, Toriyama obviously liked making more yeah. thirteen based games, and that's the main thing, right there. And the they creators. were rated like that was the thing as well is that they were critically like a lot of them were critically acclaimed, weren't they? No, I thought I thought thirteen two was like really 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 thirteen two was an improvement on thirteen, mm, but thirteen didn't to. really. I mean, like maybe in Japan, mm. um, but yeah, Lightning Returns didn't rave very well at all. No, 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 not Lightning Returns. But um, I don't think they reviewed very well in the West. Not not compared to what we'd been seeing, where like mm. previous games had been like around the ninety mark. Yeah, but either way, like that's that's my whole thing with thirteen. Okay, so hopefully that answers your question. I didn't get in the soapbox. Well done. Yes. Good. So you moderated yourself. <laughs> Okay, so our music this episode is from Final Fantasy VIII. It's an arrangement of Force Your Way by Falcone. Uh, So hopefully you guys enjoy listening to that. The next episode of Final Fantasy Union is scheduled to come out on the 21st of May. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and also be sure to check out all our news coverage on FinalFantasyUnion.com by Braden. Be sure to also check out our Discord server. If you just go to the website, there's a big Discord link on the right-hand side. We'd love to hear from you and uh, connect with you about the topics on the podcast. Also, if you want to ask questions, that's probably the easiest place to go now. Uh, We've got a whole channel set up for people asking questions. So if you want us to answer anything, dive on there and uh, post your question in the right channel. 
If you also really enjoy what we do and want to join us in our journey to continue making podcasts about Final Fantasy, why not check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash ffkhunion. Alright guys, that's it for us now, I'm afraid. Bye everyone. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a FinalFantasyUnion.com production.